Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as in popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I do, in fact, love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again from a world where the Suicide Squad is in theaters on August 6th, and I can't wait, with another Homes Alone edition. It's Sunday, July 25th, 2021, and my guests today are three returning champs. What? Yeah. Champs. Yeah. Paget Brewster, Ben David Grabinski, and Jonah Ray. Hello, everybody. Hello. We are the champs, collectively known as. Yeah. You, uh, Jonah Ray, and Padgett Brewster have been what I call dangling champs, which means you, you won uh, on a show, but then you could not come back the next week, and then we just had to you know, wait till we could find a spot to uh, get you back on the show. And Ben David Grabinski is an ongoing champion who, this is, this is his fourth appearance in as many weeks. Uh-oh. Yeah, so he's been, uh, he's been going strong. And uh, so I, it's anybody's guess who's going to win today. And uh, I'm excited for it. But let's talk to everybody individually before we get into it, starting with the voice of Behind the Attraction, the new series on Disney Plus. It's Paget Brewster. Hello, Paget. Hey, Doug, have you been watching? Have you been able to watch any of it? I have not watched any of it yet because I watched the like trailer thingy and your voice and what they're doing and what the show is, is so exciting to me. Have you ever had something you're so excited to watch that you don't watch it because it's fun to know that you have it ready have to it. go when yes. you want it to happen? I totally understand. <laughs> I'm so excited about the show. So I just I hope you like it. You, I, yeah, I really I, hope you like it. That's my, I will. That's my but, biggest concern. It's not also it's not an ongoing uh, thing, you know, like like you can watch it's evergreen. You can watch an episode at any time. Like there isn't going to mm-hmm. be a point where I'm like not interested in anything about the Haunted Mansion. Like I, I could just the fact that it's an hour. I'm like, how did you get it all in? I just it's I can't wait to watch them. And each oh, episode good. is a different uh, Disneyland attraction kicking off with Jungle Cruise just as a tie in for the uh, motion picture that's uh, about to come out. And uh, but as long as it brings us this great series, I don't I don't care. That's fine. It's fine by me. <laughs> um, but you don't get into the recent changes in the Jungle Cruise, do you? 
Um, there is uh, there is attention paid <laughs> to the fact that some of the gags uh, do not hold up in uh, today's comedy and political climate. Oh, that's good. So it is in there because I thought it, it might be like yeah. sidestep because they're trying to promote this big movie, you know, so they don't also be like, hey, this ride used to be racist, you know. Yeah, no, it's in there. And uh, <laughs> Sam is still there. And but uh, yeah, it's weird because on the one hand, it sort of is an advertisement for the park. But the stories behind how everything was made really are fascinating and I, I i loved doing it and so i i was really i was really expecting it to to the whole series to feel like okay we're doing an infomercial for disneyland but it's really about the history and they they took some you know slightly illegal uh uh, uh avenues uh, towards building sure. some things and uh, yeah there's just I really bet. interesting there's some interesting stuff and i hope you like it yeah i know walt was really um like I've been just hearing more and more about how like Disneyland kind of came from a place of rage. Like he was, he was out to prove something Yeah. Uh, when he started Disneyland. So he was, uh, he was kind of a, a reckless dude. And uh, I, I can't wait to, to watch this show. And uh, also joining us today, as I mentioned, the unstoppable. Uh oh. He's not a train in a Tony Scott movie, but he is still pretty hard to stop. It's Ben David Grabinski. Hello, dude. I think all I've ever wanted to be was a train in a Tony Scott movie. So <laughs> now I just feel like a major failure. Uh, but having said that, I would watch a show called Hey, That Ride Was Racist. Like when you mentioned that, I just someone should make a documentary series and go to every theme park around the country and find out which ones used to be racist or are currently racist. I think that's just like definitely something I would watch myself. Um, yeah. but I'm just happy to be here and that's it. <laughs> well, thank you for that. And uh, I would, I would definitely, I, I watch anything about any kind of amusement park situation, but Disneyland in particular is just so, so fascinating to me. And uh, you know, just went uh, just recently and uh, did the whole uh, masked most of the time thing. And uh, it was lovely. Um, Jonah Ray. Hello. Good intro. <laughs> Good intro. Good intro. Really big, really big buildup. I'm sorry. sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to the name says so it all. You don't have to do much more than that. I know, baby. right? I said, I probably said too much. Yeah, uh, exactly. Aren't you like a show business? Isn't it kind of a showbiz thing that you're just trying to go by just Jonah at this point? Exactly. I'm trying to take the reins of Jonah back from Jonah Hill uh, when it comes to uh, Oh, the, yeah. The, I mean, I think I think people really respect him. So I think they use his last name. So I think you got smooth sailing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to, to just be Jonah. I always I always call Jonah just Ray. Like, I think that's like the cool thing to call him. Yeah. Well, it's definitely uh, it, it's definitely cool because, you, you know, we all know what it's short for. <laughs> <laughs> Racist. Oh, Raymond. I was going to say Ray Gun. <laughs> oh, sorry. Going <laughs> to racist Disneyland attraction is what they, that's my Christian name. I would oh, wait in line no. for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you for being here, Jonah. You have uh, so many projects going on all the time, but one is uh, also a member 
of the Mis Misfit Toys podcast. Uh, what are we calling it? A collective? I, I think so. Uh, a, a grouping? Uh, menagerie? Um, but whatever Misfit Toys is, your podcast and Douglas Movies are both a part of it. And your podcast is, is called... How, did, how does that movie smell? How's it going? Uh, it's a, it's let me watch your movie with you. It's, it's a bit. Let on, me watch uh, your movie with you. That's it. I, it's a bit on hiatus. Uh, with something else. It's a bit on hiatus right now. Uh, oh uh, Jesus! Why did I? Uh, what's not on hiatus? What what can we no, talk about that's fresh? I mean, I'm, I'm working on the new season of Mystery Science Theater. There you uh, go. So, or I'm that's currently been writing uh, riffs for those uh, for the for the new episodes that will be uh, independently distributed through the Gizmoplex. That is a perfect answer. I'm sorry that I pushed that other thing. Oh, Just because I felt like I was kind of a part of it because we're, you know, we're, it's in the same podcast network. So, oh, yeah, so, totally. You know. Totally. Yeah, no, no, it makes sense. Uh, and like, it's, I'm, uh, you know, it was just, uh, it's, uh, I could tell you some other time why I, uh, I'm not doing it right now, but I will, uh, but I don't want to bring things down. Let's, it's the Mystery Science Theater. We're working on the new episodes. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. We've got some crazy movies coming down. I will say that I've had like, a, you know, a few different, very nice people, uh, companies come to me and say, Hey, do you want to do a thing where you go on the internet and you watch an entire movie with, with, uh, you know, fans and talk, talk during the movie. And I, my answer has just been, I, I feel like that's something I should want to do, but I don't, I just don't want to commit to just sitting and talking through an entire like i'd love to i love doing do it, it with, still. you do it live though and it's i do it fun. i do it with an audience in a heartbeat like that that i love you know what yeah. i'm gonna do i've got some of those on the horizon actually coming i can't up wait here. for those to come back because those yeah. are always the most fun and i was like we were like you were having me on those shows even before like me being on mystery science theater was even like a thing oh it was a freaking training ground for you because yeah. you were so good at it and uh and everybody that would come on the show uh, to be a comedian and be told, here's a microphone, we're going to watch cocktail and say what, say whatever you want. Like, like, it's just such a fun feeling to every com comedian who do it would be, like have so much fun because, you know, it's just, it, you know, it makes you, you can't watch a movie regular style. Cause then, you know, cause obviously you're not going to sit there and just yell shit out the whole time. Yeah. I do um, remember when you want, we watched, I think the conjuring and uh, I hadn't seen it. And for some reason I just like, like just in case you want to, you have an idea for a joke, you just keep the mic in front of your mouth and then, I realized uh, everyone could hear me like lowly going like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, like my fear was leaking out of my mouth the whole time. You were such a, you were such a scaredy cat. It was crazy. Like, we were too close Kumail, to the screen. I love horror Kumail. movies. We were too close. <laughs> Kumail was there, too. Kumail was also there. You both were, like, jumping at the jump scares and stuff. It was really, it was embarrassing. All right, no, I'm this sorry. I enjoy things. You need to have a podcast called Jonah Scared Stupid, yeah. and you just watch horror yeah. movies for the first time, like six inches away from the screen, with like just recording your reactions. Like, yeah, that, I, uh, I really. Like, it's like it's one. You want to go to like the haunted houses? Like my immediate. Like it's like I get scared easily, and then I just laugh really hard right after. Go ah ha 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 ha! Just to show yeah. them that I'm not scared that much. Yeah, my solution for that is. Uh, I just tell the people they did a great job. Like when I go through haunted houses and I get scared, I just turn to the person and say, really well done. <laughs> really well done, sir. And then you get my handshake. <laughs> That's exactly Bravo, right. bravo. Bravo. It does seem like you have a knife to my throat right now. <laughs> this feels real good, sir. Um, I got I to gotta visit the corrections department real quickly because 
Uh, last week, we got into some Richard Donner talk. And of course, we all know that he produced The Lost Boys, but it was directed by Joel Schumacher for some reason. Uh, we, we glossed over that last week. <laughs> um, but now, somebody like working in a kitchen? What's that? Uh, uh, yeah, sorry about that. No, that, that, no, my having some uh, jokes delivered to her. No, okay, uh, no, my husband didn't know I was in here doing this, and he's heating something up in the microwave. But I, I turned the microwave uh, Bing sound off, so you won't hear it. It'll be really unsatisfying. Oh no, it's it's it's, it's, it's fine. But I'm like I'm crazy excited that I just guessed kitchen, and that was kitchen. that was what was happening. Yeah, you did it. Um, <laughs> I thought someone was trying to scare Jonah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> suddenly all these like weird sounds on here oh, I, you ever did, did, it, it, it did sound oh, like this no. it sounded like the soundtrack from uh, paranormal activity there's nothing um, there's geez. nothing scarier though than the plot and tone turn in cocktail when that goes from being a fun movie to one of the most depressing movies ever made so if you ever do cocktail again as a watch and talk about uh let me know because i have a bunch of tgi fridays trivia <laughs> From from working there? <laughs> no, I, I don't have any. Just the whole movie's an advertisement for TGI Fridays, like oh. it's the hottest bar in New York, and that's the best thing about cocktail. I'm I'm just I keep doing callbacks to things that people don't remember were mentioned eight minutes ago. That's just going <laughs> to be my thing. Yeah, just as soon as he starts talking, just focus on the future that's going to happen at any moment. <laughs> that's some positive thinking there doug yeah you just got to be like okay this is gonna pass and then uh, we're gonna be good because yeah. uh it's never anything uh you know offensive or controversial um what i'd like everybody to do now is a little thing called recommendation nation where each one of you uh i'd like to recommend one movie and uh, I think Ben David's more aware of the fact that this, this question was coming because he was just on the show last week. So uh, let's let him go first. What's your recommendation this week? Uh, yeah, this week for a marathon, I watched uh, River's Edge and Brick. So I'm going to go with Damn. River's Edge uh, for today from okay. 1986, starring Keanu Reeves and Crispin Glover. Uh, yeah. it's, I'd say a low key masterpiece. It's a super <laughs> dark, bleak look at uh, disaffected teens. That is also out of this world. Funny, you know, you have dialogue, like, uh, go get your nunchucks in your dad's car. Uh, <laughs> and it's just filled with amazing performances. <laughs> Dennis Hopper, uh, really well directed. It's just, it's a great movie and it is on Amazon prime. If you want to stream it, it's the story of being you, where you can be too good of a friend to somebody. Yeah. The Chris Glover plays the most specific dumb criminal in movie history where <laughs> his friend murders someone and he keeps helping him, even though he's not being asked. He's like, don't worry. I'll get rid of the bodies. Like I don't we need to help any. her friend. <laughs> he can, he's my friend. I like Jamie, but John is alive. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, he's just a criminal who just keeps getting himself in trouble because like he does things no one wants him to do. Like he's like, oh, I got to help that guy, and the guy's like, I don't need help, and he's like, he really wants my help <laughs> for the whole thing. <laughs> it's great. It's a really, uh, it's strangely fun for how deeply disturbing it is. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how it does against these other movies chosen by, let's go with Paget. Do you have a recommendation? 
I do, and it took me a while to find it. Uh, with the passing of Charles Grodin, uh, oh. I kept searching for the Heartbreak Kid, which is the oh, first yes. Heartbreak Kid, 1972, so with uh, Charles Grodin, Jeannie Berlin, and um, uh, Sybil Shepherd, directed by Elaine May, who I believe is Jeannie Berlin's mother. Uh, you can only stream it on YouTube. So I have the thing where I can put it on my computer and then I hit a, a an arrow with a screen <laughs> and put it on my TV. You know how that thing works. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <clears throat> And so, and it's pretty good quality. Someone downloaded the entire or uploaded the entire movie. And yeah. uh, it's um, a, about a young married couple that goes to Florida on their honeymoon. Uh, and uh, Jeannie Berlin plays the young wife, the newlywed wife. And I think she either nom was nominated for an Oscar, may have won the Oscar for it. And she's so unusual like she's just <laughs> such a unique um person and now in her like 70s she's popping up in all these shows like yeah. streaming shows as an older woman and and her delivery is so specific and uh Sybil Shepherd is actually great in it and I feel like she probably wouldn't be that fun of a gal in real life but I she's great in the heartbreak kid yeah. Um, and as is he, as is uh, Groden. So I, I, I was really happy that I finally found a way to watch it because it's nowhere. You can't buy it. You can't rent it. You can't. It's nowhere. It's just yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. And they remade it and sort of like, you know, tweaked yeah, the story for a time when you have to sympathize with the main character. Because like Charles Groden, his choices are bad in the first yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you a know? bad He's a bad yeah. dude. Yeah. And in this new one, you know, then you have Ben Stiller doing it and he's just like, he's just trying to do his best, <laughs> you know? Yes. And uh, like his new bride is just so horrible that right. like it pushes him to the amazing woman that happens to be hanging around, you know? <laughs> it's such a fun thing to watch Charles Grodin be such a dumbass for 90 minutes and the movie oh. just... And the movie's like, he's still the lead character. <laughs> he just yeah. makes yeah. so many terrible, selfish decisions, and they're all very entertaining. Yeah, he's uh, he played like a very, you know, he uh, a lot of those stars in the 70s, you know, you watch their movies and they like, they were very unpleasant a lot of the time. <laughs> you know, it's not all Midnight Run and uh, Great Muppet Caper for Charles Grodin. He's, he's also in, a, I think it's 1986 or his Last Resort, uh, which feels like, I think it was like a, a, a Groundlings movie, but it's a, he plays just like a, like a total asshole the entire time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I it's think a, That's a real bonkers it. movie if you can find it, The Last wait, Resort. Wait. What is it? What is it, The Last Resort? I don't uh, know if I've seen it. It's, um... It's it's like uh, John Lovitz is in it. It's like a lot of like kind of like eighties uh, Groundlings people are in it. Um, uh, Megan Mullally a very plays Charles Grodin's daughter in it. Whoa! Uh, and uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's just like a like he plays a salesman in Chicago that takes his family to like Club Sand, and it turns out it's like it was a cheap club beach club to go to because it's like on an island where there's like about to be a coup. Uh, so there's like all oh this terrorism God. and military stuff going on, and it's a, it's it's real it's real 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 bonkers moving. I'm that's, I'm writing that down. That's exciting. Thank you. Yeah. That's not your I recommendation, is it? No, no. Just like oh. we're, 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 if we're talking Groden, if the, if this is the segment talking Groden, 
I'd love to just yeah, throw well, that well, out. Hey, we hey, always have to mention. Oh, yeah, sorry. go ahead. No, go we ahead. Just, What's yours? I'm we just always have to mention his bad guy in Ishtar as the yeah. evil CIA agent. Is mm -hmm. I wish he was the bad guy in every movie. Like he should yeah. have been the bad bad guy in like Batman Three or something. <laughs> yeah, he's a real dick in uh, you know like some classics like you know Rosemary's Baby and uh, what do you call it? Uh, King Kong. King Kong. He gets squashed by King Kong. Yeah. And and he deserves it. Like you cheer when he dies, which is always fun. Um, <laughs> but I was gonna say that I just was blown away recently. You can look this up. Doug also does love some TV um, on one of the streamers, Hulu, I think. They've got, you know, all of S you know, just old SNL. And um, in the first season, there's an episode where Charles Grodin hosted. And it's unlike any episode of the show ever, because the joke is that he just didn't show up to rehearsals all week. He went fishing or something and he doesn't know the sketches and he thinks the show is dumb and he thinks every, he just, all he does is whine and complain his way through sketches while everyone else tries to just keep, keep up appearances and do a regular show. It is so weird. And he is so unlikable. Sure he was not confusing that for when Steven Seagal was the host. Oh, no, man. Man, that, was, that was reality, man. That was, he really didn't know what he was doing. When uh, Brett right. died. Oh, we can go ahead. Yeah. I was saying when Grodin died, I rewatched a bunch of his movies, including Beethoven. And I did not remember that the premise of Beethoven is that an evil vet wants to shoot Beethoven in the head with a gun and because, because he's being, he's being paid to test skull impacts from high velocity weapons. Jesus. And, oh and he's, God. and he wants to kidnap Beethoven oh, because his, his head is so big that it's the same as a human head. And the whole movie of bumbling Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt are trying to kidnap Beethoven. So the bad guy can shoot him in the head with a gun. And then that's so, if they succeeded, it would have been the prequel to man's best friend. The horror movie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is, is Duchovny in the first Beethoven or the second one? Oh, he's in the first one. Okay, yeah, he gets like he's like on a lawn chair and gets dragged by uh, Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. remember, I remember that. All right, we got to stop talking Beethoven because he's mm -hmm. he's dead as well. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, the actor who played Beethoven is no longer with us. Jonah, what is your um, selection for a recommendation today? Uh, it's actually a movie that I will uh, very be proudly screening um, in Los Angeles at the Los Fields 3 with the American Cinematheque uh, on August 21st. Uh, it'll be uh, a screening of The Dark Backward, which uh, oh. is an Adam Rifkin Ooh. movie that is just yes. one of my favorite, favorite movies. It stars um, uh, uh, Judd Nelson and Bill Paxton. <laughs> Uh, um, Judd Nelson and Bill Paxton, Judd, who are Judd, uh, yes, Judy, Judd, Judge Judy, Judge Paxton, <laughs> Judge Judy, Judge Judy. Uh, oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's an incredible Adam Rifkin movie. Uh, uh, Bill Paxton and Judd Nelson play uh, uh, their uh, uh, trash men. Uh, Judd Nelson is basically playing a, a proto uh, Neil Hamburger character with like slick down hair. He's really nerdy, one-liner comedian. Bill Paxton is his like biggest fan, roommate, and accordion player. Judd Nelson's girlfriend is played by uh, Laura Flynn Boyle, who works at the diner. Um, and, uh, he's just a terrible comic, John Nelson, until one day he grows an arm out of his back. And then Bill Paxton comes up with the idea of just, it's like, why don't you say a joke? Then you show everybody the arm and I'll play the accordion and it becomes kind of a hit. So, uh, uh, an agent, uh, contacts him who's played by Wayne Newton. Um, and, uh, and then he's just trying to get them 
uh, like a, like a, a superstar, like, like to get on some Hollywood showcase show who like the, the producer is played by Rob Lowe. It's an insane movie. It ha- is so specific and weird and crazy. And it's one of my all time favorites. Oh, cool. And you think it's streaming somewhere? It's, it's not streaming anywhere. If you're near a yep. rental place, they'll probably have it, but I don't even think you can find it on YouTube. But I, I, I there's been rumors, I think of like doing a Blu-ray release soon. Um, well, but it, it is out there to find if you, if there's, you know, cause I, I was able to rent it from Videotech in South Pasadena. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I asked you to recommend a movie, not put people on a treasure hunt. Oh, I'm sorry. I just thought part of the fun was <laughs> like finding movies. I didn't know this was just a show about convenience. <laughs> Doug loves convenience. Doug loves yeah. convenience. Good podcast. I got to start a segment movies to seek out no matter what you must find these films. Uh, but it is. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy. Everyone, check. There the you fuck go. Out. <laughs> that's, the, that's the answer we're looking for. No, I, I, also, I also saw fucking. I say, I think go see Jungle Cruise when it comes out because I just watched. A, I watched. I saw a screener of that, and it's a fucking great movie. Oh, right, good. but see again, we're like, I, I'm just sorry. I should maybe set up the premise that it's got to be. Well, we're looking for movies that people can just turn around and watch now, and then tell me which one they like the best out of these three. River's Edge is going to kick ass if the other two movies are just not even available. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know. Stipulate, so, hey, can you recommend so a movie that's so easely sad. streamable? Uh, does movie count? No, it can't be movie. It can't be oh. on DVD. Just make sure it's on, you know, it's a, it's oh. a, it's a, people can seek it out if they want, if they really want. No. Okay. Okay. How about this? All right. Ed, 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 Ed is dead, just dead it's, it's just a, it's just a thing that I'm doing that uh, I I guess I need to explain in in detail. And uh, even once I've explained it, it seems very shocking. No, just put it in the email. Put it in the email. Oh my God! More 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 instructions for somebody to follow when that people don't pay any attention to any of the instructions. <laughs> um, no, it's all good. It's it's just it's all for fun anyway. That's the that's the uh, the point of it. Won that round. That's what we need to know. Well, I think that Ben David's going to kick ass, like I said, because he, he, he picked a, he <laughs> yeah. picked a movie people can not only actually watch, but also probably have just seen on their own uh, Steam if they're a big movie fan. In yeah. fact, yeah. So Beethoven should be detriment to his points. He so. should get less points. What's that? I got one at a time, guys. Uh, I was just saying Beethoven's on Peacock, so I have this on lock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're changing your answer to Beethoven? <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm just making a bad joke. That's what I did. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so uh, that concludes Recommendation Nation, and we're going to play some games right after the break. We'll be right back. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're back and it's time to play the first of a couple of games. And this one is called Wooly Bully Hurdy Gurdy. And this is a game where I name a movie and then you tell me if that film has Wooly Bully by Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs or Hurdy Gurdy Man by Donovan or both. Wow. Yeah. You know those songs, Wooly Bully, 
Wooly yep. bully. Wooly bully. Well, and I'm excited. I'm excited to lose tonight. Gertie, 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 Gertie. Well, this is the first game also. So it absolutely only kind of matters who wins. Cause the, you just win getting to go first in the next game. Uh, so everybody gets to take a guess and we start with Paget Brewster. I'm ready. <laughs> the motion picture is called sleepers. Not the Woody Allen one, the, that other one. And uh, does it have Wooly Bully, Hurdy Gurdy, or both? Wooly Bully. That is incorrect. We go to Ben David Grabinski. There's I'm two choices guess. left. Hurdy Gurdy. That is correct. Oh, boy. Wow. That is how it's done really difficult to figure that out. <laughs> One point for Ben David. Jonah, a motion picture you may remember called Man of the Year. Yes. Yeah. Wooly Bully, Hurdy Gurdy, both. Uh, you know, this is a Ron Williams movie? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I never saw him, but I'm gonna say because uh, he. I think you know, I think in this movie is like a lot of partying going on, so I'm gonna say both. Oh, okay. Oh, it's interesting. Paget, is it Wooly Bully or Hurdy Gurdy Man? It's Wooly Bully. That is incorrect. Oh. What the? Ben David. Yeah. Ben David with a memory test. If I get this wrong, I'm going to be really embarrassed, but my right. guess is hurdy gurdy. <laughs> it is the hurdy gurdy gurdy gurdy. It's a very creepy song. I would have guessed Wooly Bully if it was my first one because that feels like the right vibe for that movie. So mm -hmm. that's kind of why I, I figured like maybe both because it's like it feels like there would have been multiple moments in that movie. The last thing I would have guessed was just hurdy gurdy. <laughs> And it was, in fact, the last thing guessed. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that worked out. That worked out you so perfectly for you. But Jonah, that's all that matters. That's all yeah. that matters. Jonah, you ready? Yes, I am done. The, the film is Zodiac. Oh, shit. Uh, well, I'm going to just go with uh, uh, Hurdy Gurdy. That is correct. Wow! Because you know the only reason I, I realized it because earlier you said uh, it's a creepy song uh, and Zodiac is a creepy movie. Yes, you put it together. I did. I'm looking you, for the clues of all time. The future is in a few minutes. You are eating all the breadcrumbs. You are doing it, my friend. <laughs> You're climbing to the top of this cult. Paget, which yes, of those songs or both are in a movie called I Am Not a Serial Killer? Both. That is incorrect. I am so what sorry to say. What is happening? Yeah, I don't know what. Your guessometer is off, Ben David. Can I ask what year it came out? You can ask, and then I will say this. I don't know. Okay. I, I think I know it. I think it came out in the past 10 years. What? Okay, I don't that, even know what the movie is. I, if that's the case, I'm going to guess Hurdy Gurdy. You did it again. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Ben, I can, I, can I guess what your, your thought process correct. was? Uh, 
if it would came out in the last 10 years, doing Wooly Bully would have been too hacked by that point. So they went with Hurdy Gurdy because it's not yeah. as not as used much. My yeah. logic was that because Hurdy Gurdy is so well known for Zodiac that it would be like either a satirical thing or just some sort of like intentional homage. Oh, okay. I have a weird brain, as you can already figure out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's show that let's show that brain off with one more just for you, Ben David, because you won this game. You ran away with it. But I just want to run this one by you and see what happens. Uh, Hurdy Gurdy, Wooly Bully, or both. Dumb and Dumber. Wooly Bully. That is incorrect. (gasps) Just watched it. I know you did. I saw you tweeting about it. I was like, oh, shit. He's going to know this one for sure. It was uh, it was Hurdy Gurdy Man, and to the best of my knowledge, uh, it is never uh, both songs have never been used in in the same movie. Oh, so, trick. yeah, Good I have I have like a, a fake. Mislead. I have a false memory of a movie I watched this week of there being a montage set to Wooly Bully. So I need to go to a doctor. <laughs> I, have a vivid, I have a vivid memory of them just like walking around Aspen to Wooly Bully, and it didn't happen. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's, uh, oh, what is that song? Uh, dang, I can't remember it. But anyway, they do use a lot of music in, uh, in that movie, so it's easy to, uh, to not know what songs are in there. Um, let's go to another break, and we're going to come back with our big, final, exciting game to determine this week's winner uh, after these messages for you. We'll be right back. We're back, and Ben David Grabinski... The machine just keeps rolling. He's unbeatable in these guessing games that I come up with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, he gets to go first in our next game, which is not a tremendous advantage, but it is is helpful. Uh, The game is called Filmily Feud. It's like Family Feud, but but filmy. I like this one. You like that game? I love this one. I love this one. All right. Here's basically how this is going to work. I know it's not two families. It's three individuals competing. So we'll start with Ben David. I will ask a family feud style question. And I have pulled 100 people and broken down the percentages of the people that responded to each of the answers that I will give you in advance. And then first person picks one, second person picks from the remaining, et cetera. That's why you each get to go first. There'll be three rounds and we'll do a tiebreaker if we have to. So fun. (laughs) I'm not going to win this one. It didn't, I think I, we should go back and listen to the tape, but I think that you've said that a couple of times when you ha- proceeded to win. Well, that's so you're because just a very, you're a very is humble. Ben Davis succeeds as yeah. where he lowers the stakes for himself. So he can, that's achieve. how you do it. That's how you do it. You tell everybody I'm going to lose. And then when you win, you're just like, well, I didn't see it coming, but yeah, I, a, I, he's a pool, I a pool hustler. Hustler. Yeah. Pool I don't have a methodology behind this. I swear to God. Sounds like something a hustler would <laughs> <must> say. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is the color of money all over again. <laughs> it's in the way that you use it. All right, here we go. <laughs> um, first up is Ben David. He gets to go first. 
in okay. this question. I asked 100 people, which star of three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, gets the most parking tickets in real life? Is it Sam Rockwell, Woody Harrelson, <laughs> Francis McDormand, or Peter Dinklage? Woody people, Harrelson. People answered this poll as if they have an opinion on this. <laughs> so, I, I just one question. So I'm guessing the opinion of the people you polled, just to clarify, as yeah, obvious as I that just, sounds. I just asked that question, which no okay. one could possibly know the answer to, and this is their uh, uh, by vote, everybody had to pick one of those four and who got the biggest percentage. That's the most points that you can get is okay. selecting that person. So Woody Harrelson, there you go. You're going Woody Harrelson. Okay. So that leaves Francis McDormand, Sam Rockwell, Peter Dinklage. What say you Jonah Ray? Well, I, I to me, Francis McDormand, uh, super talented, but she seems like she might be a bit scatterbrained in that department. Um, sure. Uh, uh, but at the same time, if it's if it's people voting, they might go for Peter Dinklage. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Peter Dinklage next because I would normally go for Woody Harrelson because people people voted for him the most because he's like a stoner. Okay, I like that theory. Um, <laughs> Paget. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad are, you went with Dinklage. Why? Because you think Francis or I, Sam is going to be higher? Uh, well, I think Sam Rockwell and Peter Dinklage live in New York City and probably don't have cars and probably don't get tickets. And I think Francis McDormand just doesn't give a fuck. I think she does not value money the way other people do. I think she cares about other people, but I think she realizes parking tickets are a racket. I think she racks them up. Ooh, that's nice. All right. Um, would you rather hear uh, which got the most or the least first? Which direction should I go in? The least. Okay. Least. All right. That's normally what I would do, I guess. Jonah. Oh, bring us in on the project. Yeah, Your instincts Jonah, are good. I'm sorry, Jonah. Peter Dinklage got a mere 5% okay. of the vote. Yeah. Yeah. And Not a great okay. start for you. You've got five points. You're on the board anyway. At least you didn't say a name that isn't one of the four that I wrote down. <laughs> the only way it could have been worse. Only way. Uh, but in game shows, people do people do crazy things. Uh, <laughs> coming in next with 21% of the vote and 21 points going to Paget Brewster. It's Frances McDormand. Yeah. Um, I guess I know. I I don't think she's tops because I don't. Maybe people don't know. Maybe people just maybe they think because also she plays a lot of characters who are extremely reasonable. because She's a great actress. And, yeah. Uh, so maybe maybe they think of that like the, her character in Fargo definitely wouldn't get parking tickets. You know? Yeah, she's a police officer. Marge would never. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But I think there's another side to Francis that is yeah, riskier <laughs> than Dinklage. Riskier than I Dinklage. think so. I think so. But I also think she might be like um, doesn't care about driving. So she doesn't she's never yeah. worried about parking tickets. Because uh, she's being driven around usually, probably. Um, but who knows? Some people love the feel of the road. Coming in <laughs> in the third spot with 27%, the unchosen Sam Rockwell. What? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he is a method actor, so from project to project, maybe his characters would be better, better or worse at 
paying tickets or, <laughs> or forgetting where he mo- parked, putting money in the meter. Yeah. He plays such a wide range of characters. Um, but Ben David, you, you nailed it uh, with Woody Harrelson because he garnered 47% of the vote. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. People really went for him. And I think it's the weed thing. I think they're making mm-hmm. a joke that he would forget to pay, you know, where he parked his car, or, you know, is that what weed does? That's what I think they, people think it does. That's like it, the, yeah. They're just a cliche. Of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw the yeah. SpongeBob movie in college really stoned. It took me 90 minutes to find my car after. So I feel like that's who I, that's why I voted for him. I think Woody, I think Woody Harrelson has proven that uh, if you smoke a lot of weed, it, it really uh, ups your ability to wear wigs. Because <laughs> that guy's got all sorts of kinds of hair all the time. Um, all right. So Ben David is in the lead with 47 points oh, and Paget's not right behind the 21. This is, uh, oh. this is already getting dire. And Jonah Ray is here, everybody. that's how they introduced me on my own tv shows (laughs) well yeah they got to get to the robots first right um uh let's see so uh that means that jonah gets to go first in this round and then we go to paget then ben david and this is the question jonah which of these is the dumbest clint eastwood movie Is it every which way but loose, any which way you can, pink Cadillac, or unforgiven? Uh, any which way you can, because I, I have a feeling, I mean, I want to say loose, though, because because that's like the original, but the fact that he made a sequel to it makes me think that that's more ridiculous. So I'm going to have to go with can. Any which way you can. Yeah. All right. Was Ruth Gordon in that one? That's a bad idea, though. I think that's was Ruth Gordon. Was Ruth Gordon still? Was she in both, or was she only in the first? I've never seen either. Because that would be a severe. That'd be a severe drop off. Because it's it's funnier to see an orangutan flip off an old lady flipping off an orangutan than an orangutan just flipping off just a generic redneck. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Okay, so you're going any which way you can. The sequel to Every Which Way But Loose. The very popular Clint Eastwood movies where he co-starred with Clyde, the orangutan, um, who was probably abused, but, uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Paget. Yes. Which Uh, one of the remaining ones? That was exactly my reasoning, Jonah, and you beat me to it, so I think you should be proud. Thank you. I think think you're going to win it. Um, (laughs) I am going to have to go with Pink Cadillac. Okay, I was taking a drink when you said that. You really, you're going with Pink Cadillac? Yeah, I don't. I haven't. I haven't. I, the only movie I've seen of these is Unforgiven. Yeah, same. Which is so arguably, which is arguably not a dumb movie. Right. So I got to go with uh, what's the next dumbest title? Okay, Pink Cadillac. All right, Ben David, you have to choose any which two. way but loose. Every which way but loose. <laughs> 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 well, this round, it's exciting no matter which end I start with uh, because things are really, really shaking out in an interesting way. Uh, let's see, what's the best way to put this? Oh, this is fun. I'm going to jump around. 
Uh, I'm going to make like House of Pain and jump around. Get up. Get up. <laughs> get, get down. Unforgiven. Unforgiven. A best picture winner of the Oscar in the dumbest Clint Eastwood movies question got 17% of the vote. See, you know, that's what you always got to keep in consideration. Like how many people are just trying to be ironic, you know, fucking yeah. lords? How many people are going to be goofy? Like, that's what I love about watching the TV show Family Feud, especially lately, because there's always like two people that their answer to the question is just like they looked at each other and came up with something stupid and then, you know, made it into the poll. Um, funny because I think the, the slogan for the show should be deserves got nothing to do with it. So it's a good <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. So this is where things really take an interesting turn every which way but loose gets a mere 10% of the vote. Oh. What? Whoa. It's considered the least dumbest by the people that were polled. I don't know if they, oh, no. maybe they don't speak English. I don't know what uh, was I, happening. I told you I was going to lose. This is it's it. a classic. This is really crazy. And then any which way you can got 28%. So Joan was very right about it getting more oh, than every which shit. way you lose. But oh. you missed, you missed the hanging fruit that is people's, I, I think people just don't understand it. I, I don't think people have seen it because uh, 45% of the people voted for Pink Cadillac. Yay! Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so Paget goes storming into the lead with C's now got 66 points to Ben oh. David's 57. And Jonah, Ray, is always a pleasure to have on the show. <laughs> uh, let me just, a quick glance at the numbers, and Jonah can still, can still win this thing uh -oh. uh, with his current uh, amount of points, which is 33. Mm. We start with uh, Paget on this one. <gasps> okay. Then we go to Ben David, then to Jonah. Like I said, there is a tiebreaker, but that just seems like it would be astonishing if there was a tie. I'd be quite impressed. Yeah. All right. I asked Twitter without any further explanation, without even saying I'm doing a game like Family Feud on Douglas movies. I just asked Twitter, which wick burns the hottest? John Wick, John Wick 2, or John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum? I think John Wick 2 is Chapter 2 as well. So it's plain John Wick or John Wick Chapter 2, or John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Paget, which one of those would people respond to the most? People responded to the longest title. So the highest percentage will be John Wick Chapter 3, F Fight of the Antebellum, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Was people it? probably would have responded to that because that really would have been a long time. But <laughs> it's just... It's, it's, it's just what? chapter three, Parabellum. Parabellum. Oh, fight. Fight Parabellum. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What's his well, name? Explains that what par Parabellum means uh, in a speech, and it's, it's beautiful. Okay. I like that one. And it's on the screen in like a huge font when he says it yeah. later. Um, Ian, Ian, what's his name? McShane. McShane. Yeah, that guy's Ian awesome. McShane. He's so good. Okay, so... Paget's going with part three, and that leaves for Ben David, John Wick 2, or John Wick Uno. Uh, Paget's going to win this game. I'm not doing uh, uh, For Love of Money or, uh, no, 
the color of money like uh, thing here that's i think it's got to be three like the first one's my favorite because it's the most emotional but everyone always likes more action so i'm just gonna go with the first because i've already lost and it's my favorite so there you go well it's, right. like it's my turn to pick <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna honestly have to go with two because what's better <laughs> in a sandwich than the filling? Uh okay. I'm just trying to stretch out the show. No, 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 no. This is uh this is gonna be the perfect length. I'm just uh I'm tallying everything up and uh it's a very exciting conclusion. If I if I were like a TV show, I would go to another break right now. That's how exciting this finish is. <laughs> when we come back, you know, I'd be like, after this, so we'll come back and we'll settle this thing. And uh, and I'm sad we didn't get to do the tiebreaker because the tiebreaker was who is the best actor, Simon or Garfunkel? <laughs> oh, that is that's a tough one. That right? Yeah. Hold on to that one. They're both good. Hold, they're both good because, actors. Yeah, one's a dr one's drama, Garfunkel, and Simon is a is a comedian. Oh, you think? Oh yeah. Yeah. What yeah. about what about the movie Paul Simon starred in and directed One Trick Pony? That, that was funny. Oh, I haven't seen that. Was, that. that was funny to you? Was he a clown to you? I just <laughs> <laughs> they're the same height. Joe Pepper <laughs> and Paul Simon. Yeah. Um, that, I'll tell you where that, I'll tell you how that one worked out since we're not going to get to play it. Uh, uh, or do you guys want to guess? What if we just My, make oh. it the, uh, uh, I'm guessing Simon. Winner takes all I think, with that one. Yeah. I think, oh, oh yeah. I oh, that'd be brutal. Brutal, brutal. That's what it could have come down to. Could have come down to. Cause that's what happens on family feud on TV is that the fifth person in the family will be the ones that have to go sudden death. And that's where there's only one answer on the board. Mm. First person to buzz in and oh. guess the right one, you know, wins. And it's it's always a real obvious question. So you just gotta you just gotta move fast. Wow. Um, all right. So who said uh, what? Garfunkel. I said Simon. You're going Simon. Any Garfunkels? I think so. I but yeah, I would say I think they both qualify. But I guess I would have to go with Garfunkel. What about uh, Jonah? Did you say? Yeah, I mean. I think more people know Paul Simon's work, uh, acting work than Garfunkel, but I, yeah. I, I, I think Garfunkel is like a, is a more uh, capable actor. It broke down to 44% and 56%. Oh. Wow. Yeah, and it went in favor, and it started off the other way, and then at the end went in favor of Garfunkel. Hey! Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's some interesting uh, people on the uh, Douglas Movies Twitter account that are... Uh, yeah. Or actually, that's on my regular Douglas Movies account. So that's that's wild. All right. Uh, let's get your uh, conclusion to this game out. Uh, very exciting finish. Me? Me? <laughs> Is it let's, me? Let's get, let's get Joan out of the way. Is it me? Is it me? Is it me? Is it me? <laughs> let's get Joan out of the way first, because uh, John Wick 2, unfortunately, only got 23% of the vote. Oh man, I really tried hard. Oh, that's like it's dull. yeah. yeah it seemed to like, the middle work. the middle movie the middle movie in a trilogy that's considered successful. You know, I'm not talking a trilogy where it falls apart in the third one. I'm talking about the ones where the all three are good. It's always like the middle one that gets the, the least love for some reason, yeah. and uh, like a middle child in a family. And um, so it only got 23. percent But then coming in at number one. 
with 50% of the vote is in fact John Wick one. What? <gasps> wow. That is true. John Wick three gets 27 percent of the vote that means that ben david krabinski has won again oh, oh. shit the hustler, that's a that's the a technicality because if i'd gone first on that one i would have guessed john like three like it's just you can stop you can stop with the games ben we get yeah, no games yeah. man you man. won sounds like someone who would be playing a game would say that yeah, yeah. God damn it stop, stop tugging ben the, the glass of milk is full <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah congratulations dude uh it's very exciting uh douglas movies is headed out on the road for the next uh, several episodes so we will get uh, ben david back as soon as possible if you want to come back do you want to come back again i just gotta ride this until i'm eventually right about being wrong or wrong about Whatever until like actually. I think lose. it's a fun. I think it's a fun strategy. I think if you keep saying you're going to lose and keep winning, it's really going to uh, it's going to win America's heart. And uh, people, <laughs> especially now during the Olympics, people need uh, heroes. And uh, you know, they don't. They don't. Not only don't have to wear capes, they can also just sit at home on a Zoom call and be a hero. And uh, thank you for that, Ben David. His movie Happily is available in pretty much all formats. Correct? Yeah, you can watch on an airplane, rent it, buy it digitally, <laughs> or rent it, buy it physically. It's a, it's a, right now, the best reason to travel is to watch happily on an airplane. <laughs> That's the, if you're going to, if you have to travel, let's only go for, for you know, really serious uh, reasons, and that, that would be one of them. Um, anything else you'd like to promote, Ben David Grabinski? Uh, I'd just like to promote... You know, everything that Jonah and Padgett and Doug are doing. I think we should do that um, and really okay. support art. All right. Let's do that. Cool. Padgett Brewster, behind the attraction, uh, what do you got episodes-wise so far? Six? Uh, I think, oh, are there six up? I know there, there, there were, oh, we have ten altogether. Seven? Oh, ten. Okay, ten. There are ten altogether. They put five up. <laughs> The best oh. one I think is Haunted Mansion, but they're all they all have something really weird and interesting that I had certainly never heard before right. about how things were done. And I I, I hope uh, people like it, but most importantly, I hope Doug likes it. Five episodes, I can't wait, and then five more will come out. Five did more. they tell you? Did they tell you another date, or is that just sometime in the future? No, it's sometime in the future. I don't know when. And unless they okay. uh, call me up and have me record another uh, commercial for it, I won't know. All right. Well, I'll watch, a, I'll watch an hour about the goddamn teacups. I'm, I'm so in. <gasps> That's hopefully season two, because I don't think there's any teacups, <laughs> bud. I don't think there's any teacups. I want an hour no, about I was the using that as, <laughs> I was using that as an example of a ride that probably doesn't have that much of a backstory. It's just like, <laughs> we, needed, we needed to do a mad hat. We needed an Alice in Wonderland ride and the movie has the teacups that spin around. <laughs> um, but uh, thank you for being here, Padgett. And, uh, you know, you're welcome back anytime. You don't, you don't have to win to come back, but it helps. Um, Jonah Ray doesn't he's on a podcast hiatus but that's because he's making new episodes of mystery science theater for uh people to view on where'd you say it's going to be uh like a self uh distributing platform called the gizmoplex that joel hodgson is currently working on i'm also in a, a movie that just came out on bod 
on rental um, called How to Deter a Robber. It uh, premiered at Fantastic Fest last year. It's uh, written, directed by Maria Bissell. And I have a small part in it, but it's got uh, Chris Mulkey from Twin Peaks. It's got a uh, uh, SAG after president Gabrielle Cartieras, and she was also a man of two and oh. Um, but it's a, it's a really kind of a fun, dark uh, a movie about a home invasion. Um, and uh, I play a cop in it, so I, I, I like I'm really proud of being a part of it. It's a real true kind of independent movie. You say you, can, you uh, play, you play incompetent, I play an incompetent cop, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you said cop in it. I get it. Okay. Um, all right. Thank you, Jonah. And I will be doing Doug Loves Movies at the American Comedy Company in Sweet Home San Diego on Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, July 31st at 420. Uh, you can also see it in San Antonio on August 7th. I'm also doing a stand-up show in San Antonio on August 8th. And Doug Loves Movies will also be at the Punchline in Sacramento on Saturday, August 14th. Lots of, uh, lots of Doug Loves Movies and stand-up dates popping up on my calendar, so just go to douglovesmovies.com. That's douglovesmovies.com. Um, ben David Grabinski, uh, you're going to be back soon, but I'm still going to do what I did last week and the week before and close out the show with the last line from your film, Happily, in honor of your uh, ongoing success this year claire claire kramer is our number one winner she's won five shows whoa so with four wins ben david grabinski you are nipping at her heels to be the next five-time winner this is intense it really <laughs> is it really is i hope you already life of a douglas movies contestant is always intense yeah, it really Regular is. fucking people, I hate them. There's nothing, there's nothing more intense than a stone comedian asking you obscure questions. Um, thank you, though, for being here. Thank you to Paget Brewster and Jonah Ray. And as always, we need new friends. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug.